Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Mark. Good afternoon. <laughs> What's going on with you? Well, I... Your classes are about done, right? They are done. I'm a teacher and they're done tomorrow. That's exciting. But they're never done because then you got a grade and oh. I'm a video editing instructor, so I got to watch videos. Right. So. And then you got to be making videos for us. So you got a All lot on time. your plate. Yeah. How yeah, do, yeah. do you like, are you like super weird and anal like me? Do you schedule your days or do you just wake <laughs> up and just do whatever you got to do? Uh, it's all free form for yeah, me. Yeah, I can't it's do like, that. Nah, yeah. Ever I since I've to. had children, I'm like every single day. I get up and I make a list of the things that I have to do uh-huh. and I try to, oh, I'm so anal yeah. and I try to put them in order of like when I would do them because some of them have a logical order like like I'm going to need to work out and then I'm going to need to run errands right. and then I'm going to need to shower uh-huh. and I kind of, and then I put lunch so I realize I want all those done by lunch. I know, wow. I, it's terrible. Yeah. And then, um, and then <laughs> after I, and but it's the only way I can survive right. and because then I right. know like it, when, I ha, when I have lunch, I give myself an hour and a half for lunch because I'm also working on the diaries at that time. Yeah. So that's when I'm reading and making notes. Right. And then when that's over, I'm done. Because otherwise mm-hmm. I could get stuck there yeah. down the ancestry rabbit hole I, for yeah. hours. I, so I have I to do. make myself stop so I can go have like some me time. And, mm-hmm. and then I make a list for the universe. Oh, yeah? And I put things on that list that I want the universe to do for me oh. so that I don't have to worry about them. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, you look after my kids. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes it's my health because, you know, mm-hmm. I've had some health issues yeah. lately. So I'll, I'll say, universe, you fix that part of me because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have time to, and I don't want to think about it. The universe Yeah, or if I Or if I feel like money is tight, I'll be like, universe, I need some money. So go make me some money, and then I'm going to focus on my list. Well, and that's okay. the only, that's the only way I, I get things done. But children, having children taught me that because children mm. want a schedule mm. and you find more freedom if you just let them. They, I would always know they napped from blank to blank. Yeah. So from blank to blank, I either napped or I'd got some sh- stuff done. Right. And that's just my day off schedule. If I'm working, then it's a whole different schedule. So, yeah, I'm so weird that way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, oh. And then I have more on the crow saga. Remember the crow that the family captured because its wing was broken and all the crows in the neighborhood were like, ah, yes. ah, ah, ah. okay. Well, ever since that happened, yes. there's been one crow that fusses at me 
every day and follows me down like just a couple of trees. But she's like, wah, wah, like get away from me or, or how dare you not save my friend that day. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. right. So today I took some walnuts in yeah. my pocket. Yeah. And when I saw the crow, he followed me to the second tree. So I'm like, okay, I know you're watching me. Uh-huh. And I put these walnuts down on the ground. Yeah. And then walked away. Like, I don't know. I don't know feet and yards. So I walked a good distance away. Okay. And I watched that crow. And about five minutes later, he flew down. Oh. So I think I have a friend. Oh, did he? Did he fly down to the walnut? He most certainly did. And I and then he flew off. I don't know if he took one or if he was like, walnuts. He probably couldn't <laughs> fit it in his mouth, walnut. I don't know. I, I see them take whole peanuts on like crow talk, you uh-huh. know, because this is why I'm obsessed yeah, with crows right. because of TikTok they're and this so girl cool. with the crows. Oh my God, they're so cool. So I just want a crow friend, mm-hmm. you know, to go walking with <laughs> a crow me. Crow friend. Yes. Well, I want all, I want a, an animal <laughs> friend. Oh, and speaking of nature, there's a little fox. It's been, I catch him on my little front door camera every night night now really he goes you know running by like 1 a.m i think that you know the dog i'm surprised the dog doesn't bark at it when i lived in a little house in between Mm -hmm. marriages out by a lake here in the town we live in there was a fox that would come around all the time and Mm -hmm. everyone would say oh my god get your cats in it'll eat your cats and i'm like oh my god and then one night the cat was outside Uh and it was eating his little food and i saw the fox you know, like five feet away. Yeah. And I thought, oh God, the fox is going to oh, come no. eat my cat. But the cat, I called the cat in and then the fox came and just ate the cat food. Oh. And then every well. night after the cat would eat cat food, the cat would go jumping like on somewhere on the porch and uh-huh. the fox would come and eat the leftover cat food. And they were like best friends. It was a good deal for It's like for the both. fox and the cat. The fox and the cat. And I would love to have a little fox friend. You're going to have a fox and a crow following you. You're like um, the Pied Piper. Mark, it's like a dream. You've just, that's my, to walk outdoors, like (laughs) flipping Snow White and have all the animals run up to me. Nothing in my life would make, and then to come clean my house, because don't they do that? That would be ideal. Ideal. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, enough about us. Welcome to episode five. This is episode five. Five. Of My Grandma's Diaries. at episode five i'm calling this episode friends and more than friends because in our last episode we left elizabeth with three boyfriends well at least three boys two for sure that had made advances like hand holding and kissing right and one that she just plain old likes so now we have to find out what's going on in the world they're in bell missouri right She's living with her grandparents, her mother's parents. Dad's off looking for a job, and she's just trying to find her way in a new town, but she's making friends. She's right. already done a play. Yeah. I mean, are you she kidding me? dives in. Totally. I mean, I... C- I know. I would love to just show up day one, like, oh, you want to be in the play? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and date I me. I do. And, right, <laughs> and take me out and kiss me and take me to movies. Oh, are you kidding me? You call me precious. Oh, Lord have mercy. Less than a week. January 28th, 1932. Francis and I went to Lil's, sat around and talked. We went over there tonight with Chicken Eisenberg, acted crazy, had more fun. Gussie was sitting inside reading, oh yeah, and looked thoroughly disgusted. Afterward, he laughed at us. Okay, how yeah. would you go and find someone named Chicken Eisenberg? <laughs> you got well, me. Well, the, the one thing that I had going for me is the name Eisenberg is not okay. the most common Missourian right. name. So I did a little diving. Although, in my research, Russian and Polish 
Jews mm-hmm. were coming to America, mm. you know, 10, 20 years before this, a lot, mm. you know, escaping persecution, looking mm-hmm. for opportunity. The railroad would be what brought them a little more west. Because okay. when you think of like uh, the Germans coming in, you, you think like the Pennsylvania and the Wisconsin, but they're really coming in here for the railroad. So you I mean wasn't, to work on the railroad? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So I found chicken. Chicken was Wilhelmina Eisenberg. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with the name Wilhelmina. Why did they call her chicken? This is a mystery <laughs> to me. But anyway, she's born in Missouri in December of 1917. Her father was a doctor. Mm-hmm. She had a couple of brothers and sisters, uh-huh. and she married William Holterman in November of 1941. He goes off to World War II. Mm. He comes back, and she dies in 1951 from rheumatic heart disease. Oh, man. And then Mr. Holterman will marry exactly a year later. Is this ringing a bell? Oh, dear. This what do you mean? For, for your family. My grandmother and grandfather. Because your grandmother exactly. died young, yes. too young as well. 18 years later than mm. oh, God, what you're talking you, about. Look at you dropping the math. I know how to do math. I, I that's I'm, br- I'm impressed. I but I'm so impressed that you Actually, I mean I would have been like not be it might be seventeen Actually, and a I, half or whatever. Yeah, but you're close. I am close. Yeah, but Mr. Holterman can't do without a wife, so <laughs> but remember a couple episodes ago we talked about the leading cause of heart disease in yeah. America and leading it was definitely is, what did I say? Leading cause of heart disease. Oh yeah. <laughs> the leading cause of death. Yeah, I don't know what the leading cause of heart disease well, is, mm. but rheumatic heart disease or yeah. what she died from can yeah. develop as a result of rheumatic fever, yeah. which is an inflammatory disease caused by an untreated or inadequately treated strep infection. Oh, Real common around children and young adults, which makes me think of COVID. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm having some heart issues now because right. of COVID. And even my cardiologist was like, they, COVID shouldn't be labeled as a respiratory disease. It's an inflammatory disease. Oh. So when I was looking up, you know, these rheumatic hmm. fever, these inflammatory hmm. diseases, I thought, uh, maybe wow. however they treated that is how they should be treating me. Because well. I'm sick and tired of having these um, issues. Oh, but mm-hmm. yeah, how interesting is that? Yes. Um, Okay, so Chicken Eisenberg. You yeah, found so her. it's a little chicken, little chicken. Little and it was chicken. not easy to find, but, you know, looking up the eyes, and there were a couple of Eisenbergs and some who spelled it I-E. Right. And some who spelled it E-I. Yeah. And I thought um, I had found her at first, and it was a really interesting for- story about these Russian immigrants, and I was so excited. Oh, and then I realized yeah, pretty quickly wasn't it wasn't her. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> and you can't count on, what I notice is that sometimes Elizabeth spells names wrong. You know, oh well, you yes, know? it's of it's course. phonetic for her, right. so she doesn't know. So it um, doesn't necessarily cross match. But chicken is chicken. You can't. Yeah, you know. yeah. Poor, poor thing. I just want to know how she got stuck with that horrible nickname. <laughs> <laughs> January nineteen thirty-two, one month of the leap year, and I haven't taken advantage of the privilege yet. I don't like Gussie anymore, and I wonder who will be next. What's she talking about? Well, it's funny. When we posted that as a TikTok, everyone was like, what's leap year? And Mm -hmm. that never really occurred to me because I was born on leap year. Mm -hmm. I was born February 29th, 1968. And so that means I'm 55 years old, Mm -hmm. but I'm really only 13. Because technically, I've only had 13 birthdays. I had actually made a TikTok about that on my own little nothing TikTok. And to this day, I get a comment almost mm-hmm. every day wow. on either another leap year baby or people who don't know what it is. So for those of you who do not know, right. a leap year is a year in which an extra day, February 29th, is added to the calendar. And leap years occur every four years to keep our calendar in sync with the Earth's 
revolutions around the sun. So if there weren't a leap year, we would gradually fall behind about (laughs) six hours every year. And then time would just be all messed up. Although, I mean, it's, I would say it's kind of relative, but the sun goes up and the sun comes down and you want it to match what time of day it is. Sure. You know, except daylight savings time and all that weirdness. But yeah, by adding an extra day every four years, we can keep our calendar in alignment. All right. So how cool is that? That's very cool. I know. So, But but, what did she also mean by the privilege? Yes. So the old wives tale that goes along with leap year is that during a leap year, a woman can ask a man out. The whole year? Yeah, it's a leap year. So you have the whole, I know, it's wonderful. And they would have little dances called Sadie Hawkins dances. And a Sadie Hawkins dance would be like really close to your actual leap year. And only girls invited boys to that dance. So it gave a girl a chance to do what girls can do perfectly well now and pick the guy that they want to go out with and not wait around. So I think it's really, really cute. But yeah, so apparently Elizabeth has not asked anyone out, Uh um, but it doesn't look like she needs to because she's getting a lot of attention. (laughs) New pretty girl in town. So I think that's Super cute. I love it. February 1st, 1932. Francis, Lil, and I went to town after school today. I sure wish I would hurry up and get some letters from someone. The newspapers make it look like the United States and China are going to war. I'm not... And I'm like, what? What is... what I had I had never heard of that before, but there's so much about history that I haven't heard. Mm-hmm. But in 1932, China was in the midst of a period of political turmoil and economic hardship known as the Warlord Era, mm. where the country was divided into various factions and these warlords were vying for power. And while there were tensions between the U.S. and China during this time, they particularly evolved around the issues of trade. Okay. And when you really think about all wars, and I'm not going to get into this right now. Mm-hmm. The reason we get into any war mm-hmm. is to make money and to open up trade routes. Mm. This is one of the big problems. When Japan was on Germany's side, they were disrupting mm. the Pacific trade routes, uh, and that's right. money right. in people's pockets. Sure. So this was um, a big problem. And huh. the Chinese Exclusion Act had been in effect since 1882 here in America. Uh-huh. It prohibited Chinese laborers from immigrating to the United States and made it difficult for Chinese immigrants already in the country to bring over their families. Yikes. And this law was still in effect in the 1930s, and severely limited Chinese immigration. But Mm. what was worse is that when this law is coming in to be, and I listened to a through line about this on NPR, uh-huh. I don't know, like a year ago, these Chinese people would come just for the working season, and then they would go home to visit their family, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, one day, they come back, and they're like, whoa, you can't, you can't come here anymore. Right. And, then, and then a lot of times, they were kind of trapped here, trying, because they didn't have the money to wow. get back, and it became a That's real problem. Awful. And yes, and it led to the real issues of, like, what is citizenship? Because yeah. they were even trying Kidnapping. to say, if a like if a husband and wife came over here and had a baby here, mm-hmm. the baby was not a citizen immediately like mm-hmm. you are now. Mm-hmm. So it became huge issues mm. of like, well, I have to stay where my baby is. And, so and that's was, what she's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Think, and it's so interesting to me that everything stays the same. Yeah. Because right now we worry about China. Same and deal. It, it's always, yeah, it always and probably comes, trade still. I are, mean, ultimately money. Are you money. kidding me? Right. I mean, our relationship with China? Anyway, that's not this kind of podcast. Anyway. But yeah, exactly. So yeah, I looked that up too because I, I didn't know. About yeah, that. Yeah, that was a question. And I honestly don't know how it resolved, but that's what's going on in her little life. So that's what we know about. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. February 3rd, 1932. Sure is good to get a letter from Daddy tonight. He's not going to get the Maytag job. I don't know what we will do. Mm. So when we were little kids, was it the Maytag repairman? Yes. Those commercials with the guy in the little suit? It always came around? Yeah. And so I thought, well, that's Maytag, but what's Maytag doing in her era? Right. They were a home and commercial appliance company that mm-hmm. was founded in 1893 by Frederick Maytag. Mm-hmm. And the company started out as a farm implement company. Mm-hmm. And then they soon diversified into making washing machines. In 1907, Maytag mm-hmm. introduced the first washing machine with a wooden tub, which was better than, I guess, the metal tubs. I don't know why. And mm-hmm. then the company continued to innovate, introducing several new features in their washing machines, including an agitator in mm-hmm. 1922 and mm-hmm. a spin cycle in 1939 uh, so and during world war ii maytag was making components for military equipment cool so that's kind of like the conversation we had i don't know in episode one where uh-huh. the factories were just boom boom booming in yeah. world war one right and then boom here comes world war ii and then well even during covid factories around here stopped making certain things so they could be making masks and the ppe True. things that hospitals sure. need so yeah, yeah it's interesting to see how companies in a time of crisis do what they need to do yeah, to that is support the people in the sure. country and the war sure. efforts and all that. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, he was almost a Maytag guy. Wow. <laughs> so I guess he probably would have been selling washing machines. Probably in St. Louis. Yeah, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. Bell was near St. Louis. Okay. Yeah, it was a, not a suburb. I don't know the exact mileage, but it was right around St. Louis. Well, we'll definitely have a, a little map, map on the oh, Patreon right. to kind of let people know. I also want to design a real cute family tree um, on the Patreon so okay, people can yeah. click on the Underwoods or they can click yeah, on the Hartzels and kind of sure. see because um, so, it's hard to keep everybody straight yeah it is and it's hard on a podcast because I know who the, our listener <laughs> the three <laughs> people who are listening to us right now I mean they got to keep all these names straight yeah. and their relationship to Elizabeth and, yeah so I guess every once in a while we should give like a little wrap up or a breaking news. summary yeah or just like we pause here to yeah catch you up on who's who who's who and maybe that's a good way to start episode six okay Um, because we've already started this one so now it's too late (laughs) (laughs) february 6 1932 mended my clothes and read until late this afternoon then francis lil and i went to town and back to lil's saw gussie and pickles talking to bernita dickerman stayed home all night okay Mm -hmm. i bernita dickerman yes can't find her Really? I mean, come really? on. And then, of course, I'll never find Pickles. Because <laughs> there's no last name. Come right. on, give me some last name. Pickles. And I want to think that Pickles is Chicken's brother. Because I figured the whole Eisenberg Pickles family. 
I mean, her dad Pickle was a doctor, so uh-huh. it's not like he's a butcher or something. What well, I mean, yeah. I still didn't understand the chicken thing. But yeah, no, I can't find any of these people. But right. it looks like bad times are coming. She's mending her clothing. The She's not buying begins. anything new. Yeah, so we're seeing a little pattern here. February 8th, 1932. Francis and I went to Lil's. We listened to the radio, went up to Gussie's room, and searched until we found a letter from Ray. Came home, and Francis wrote him a card. We went up to mail it, but the post office was closed. Gussie is going with Henrietta Ferguson, a highway girl visiting here. Yeah, okay, so there's a lot going on there. They are busting up into Gussie's room to find a letter from Ray. First of all, where's Ray? I don't know. I wish we had all those little details. But I guess um, Francis needed his address. So she could mm. write her little boyfriend a card. Mm-hmm. So I love, I love the idea of these three girls right. giggling, right. pushing each other around in Gussie's room. Oh, I hope you Gussie didn't find totally out. Totally see it, yeah. Get totally mad. But Gussie's dating a highway girl. What does that? And mean? you would normally think that would mean something really derogatory you and sure would. horribly bad. But no, Henrietta is a perfectly nice girl um, <laughs> in town because they're building roads mm-hmm. and particularly. Probably Route 66. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, it, it was got, coming it went, right through really Rolla, Missouri. And is that really close to Bell? Yeah, it's a, yes, very close. So, so the highway girl, Henrietta, uh-huh. we're, we're fairly certain worked on the highway 66, Route 66. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah, it's a wild little factoid. I know. Route 66 went all the way from Chicago to Santa Monica, California. And it was one of the original highways in the United States and was established in 1926. So you figure if they started in Chicago in 1932, they're in Missouri. I mean, and they were in that year. You can look at the um, at the schedule of the highway and they were in Missouri. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. Yeah. You'd think they could go a little faster, but I love nah, it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I love. I love that they're doing it. Um, Route sixty six plays a significant role in the development of the American West, and it became an icon of American culture and a symbol of freedom and adventure. Yes, doesn't it start at like a statue in Chicago of I don't like know. Abraham Lincoln? Does it? I, I don't think know. So I read a book about it once by the woman who wrote the book "A Gentleman in Moscow," which mm-hmm. is one of the best books I've ever read. And this was her second book, and it was about Highway sixty six or Route mm-hmm. sixty six, and it was pretty cool, pretty cool. But the highway spans a total of two thousand four hundred and forty eight miles mm-hmm. and passes through eight states. Of course, one of them being Missouri, and it was a popular route for people migrating west during the Great Depression mm-hmm. and for travelers exploring the American West in the nineteen fifties and sixties. In nineteen eighty, Route sixty six was was decommissioned and replaced by the interstate highway system. However, many sections of the original highway still exist mm-hmm. and have been preserved as historic sites, which I think is kind of cool. We need to go to some of those one Are day. Are you kidding me? Cool. Well, I've always said I wanted to drive it, but I didn't know until yeah. just now. Yeah. Well, until I found that information yeah. that the whole thing isn't still open. Right. No, it's I, not. I was kind of surprised. Yeah. That that makes me sad. I, all I know about it before, you know, now is the movie Cars. Oh, Sorry, really? Movie. Is it? Yeah. That's the only mm-hmm. thing where they're just a little town who gets no attention anymore because they're on Route 66. They're a bunch and of They cars. had to update, you know. I know. I know. And I mean, the interstate system is great, but come on. But, you know, the first time I tried to find Henrietta Ferguson, I could not do it. Yeah. So I did it all the kinds of different ways, looking by first names and last names, trying to find her family because I knew if I could find her dad. Right. I could probably find her. And I finally found Henrietta Muriel Ferguson was born on October 21st in 1914 in Morgan, Missouri, and her father James was 41 
and her mother was 28. Oh, dear. Her father had been a farmer, and there's a good chance he lost the farm during the Depression, and that's why they're Mm. working on the highway. They don't show up in any censuses in the (laughs) 1930s, which Uh might mean they were in between locations. They're Uh going with the highway, and they miss the census, which is unfortunate. She marries a man named Reed Basil Moore on Mm -hmm. April 11th of 1934, so this is just a couple of years right. after Gussie. I mean, she's looking to get married. They get married in Jackson, Missouri, and he managed a gas station. So maybe she met him, like they're On building the, the highway, road. he's building a gas station next to it, and they meet. Love it. Yeah, she uh, lives to be only 63 years old. She dies mm-hmm. in 1978, and she was living in Versailles, Missouri. I'm probably, it's probably like Versailles. <laughs> I know I'm not saying it right, so tell me how to say it right, and that'll be fine with me. Um, But yes, finally found the highway girl. And we have pictures of the highway being built. That's really cool. Through Rolla, the town. That's neat. Oh, wouldn't it be fun if she was in one of those pictures? Exactly. Just sitting on the side going, I love Gussie. Exactly. Wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Oh, it'd be great if Gussie was it. We know what Gussie looks like. Oh, the little facial recognition in there. February 11th, 1932. We saw Bill Ross in the drugstore last night, and he said he was going to leave today. All the highway people are. I hope Henrietta goes. I just want to show Gussie. (laughs) So I couldn't find a Bill Ross, but I think just like the Fergusons, he's traveling around, and I couldn't find him any censuses. So poor Bill Ross. But uh, I don't know. Lost to the world. But I can say safely now that Elizabeth is over Gussie. He's clearly moved on himself. Um, mm-hmm. So it's time to meet Gussie. Oh, um, good. Okay. So Gussie is actually Augustus E. Terrell. Okay. He was born in August of 1914. He is the brother to Miss Lil that yep. we are seeing in the diaries a lot. He also had a brother named Earl. Um, he did sign up for the World War II draft. And on his draft card, he's described as having black hair and gray eyes and was 5 feet 11. Wow. Ooh. So he's sound- And we have a picture of Gussie that will be on the Patreon. He is, he's very attractive. And it's actually taken from the time he was in service because uh, he has a pretty interesting life. In June of 1934, when Henrietta is married, Marrying somebody else. Right. Uh, Gussie's also marrying a girl named Flossie Craig, and they get a divorce two years later Ooh. in 1936. I can't find Flossie Craig. I can't <laughs> I can't find Flossie Terrell. So, I mean, okay. she just kind of vanishes. Yeah. And I've looked so hard for this Flossie girl. Awesome. And I was kind of hoping she'd show up in the diary. Right. Um, Flossie's right. got to be living around town. Right. Anyway, I never find her. Okay. Um, so they get their divorce. But have no fear. Uh, he will find love again with Belle Bledsoe, and he marries her in 1937. Oh. I also have a picture of Belle. Ooh. She's a beautiful young lady. One year into their marriage they have a daughter named barbara Mm -hmm. and during world war ii gussie is actually stationed in hawaii so lucky him there's Uh an article but the reason he has an article in the paper when he's stationed in hawaii is because his wife bell gets really sick and they think she's going to die but he can't get off leave or he can't get leave from i mean he's in world war ii right so he can't come home to see her and fortunately she survives okay but that's what the article in the paper was about and that'll i'll put that on the patreon finding these images of them these photos um between ancestry and newspapers uh-huh. and just hours of like not going to bed at night and just right. sitting at the computer. Yeah. Because I give okay. myself like, you know, my stupid schedules. I give myself computer time after my husband goes to bed. He goes to bed so early. Mm-hmm. And unless there's something on TV I'm watching, mm-hmm. I'm like, let me go research. Because there's nothing more I love. <laughs> I know. Me too. Than solving a mystery. Yep. Um, that's my favorite thing. So, okay. He's in Hawaii. Yeah. After that, he's going to end up working as a dispatcher for the Shell Pipeline in Cushing, Oklahoma. Wow. Oh, 
So we have the cutest little article in the newspaper because Gus has gotten this job in Oklahoma and now his wife has to come and join him. Mm -hmm. And in the Bland Courier on February 6th of 1947, the article is Belle, Bledsoe, Terrell, and daughter moving to Oklahoma are given a farewell. Mm -hmm. And it says, Miss Gus Terrell was honored Friday night with a handkerchief shower given by her sisters, Mrs. Ed Wilson and Mrs. Alfred Baxter in the home of Mrs. Wilson. Mrs. Terrell is leaving Friday with her daughter for Cushing, Oklahoma to join her husband who is stationed here with the Shell Petroleum Company. The evening was spent playing Pinochle. High score went to Mrs. Wilbur and a low score to Mrs. Rindor. The hostesses served chicken salad sandwiches with pickles and olives, cherry spice cake with whipped cream and coffee. Uh, and then it gives a list of all the women who were there. Uh, and it's a big list. Is it? I mean, they're like two, uh-huh. eight, 19 people. So she <laughs> and was they a, gave the she, lowest score winner. <laughs> I know. Isn't that awful? <laughs> I'd be like, just mention the highest. It's the top three would have been nice. Yeah, I think the that's really funny. Is. I, <laughs> but I love that uh, they had a little social section in the paper yes. that bid her farewell. Um, mm-hmm. So she goes and she joins him in Oklahoma okay. in 1946, but right. will die in 1951. Who will die? Belle. Oh, in okay. She'll die in 1951. Suddenly? No, she remember when he was in Hawaii. Yeah, he was supposed to come home because yes. she was sick. Well, she was sick, uh, so she had a long illness, and it took her life at the age of thirty-two. Oh dear! But have no fear. Soon after that, he will once again marry again a woman named Lois Robinson of Oklahoma, and that's all I know about her. Okay, um, I looked up all versions of this name in Cushing, uh-huh. Oklahoma, everywhere, and I could not find anything about her. Uh-huh. Um, but there's another article in 1963 in their newspaper about how. He had to be hospitalized for a couple of weeks because they thought he had a heart condition. Okay. Um, but the, he got through it. They released him. But they were right. He did have a heart condition <laughs> and he died in his sleep in November of 1964 while he and his latest wife were on vacation in Branson, Missouri. Oh, wow. Yeah. She woke up and he was just dead in the bed. Oh, dear. I know. Poor isn't that Gussie. so sad? Yeah. So he left behind uh, the new wife, uh, his yeah. daughter, and two granddaughters okay. who were being raised in San Diego. Okay. So the Terrell family ended up out there in San Diego. wonder what those granddaughters are doing right now. Gosh, you know, that's what I should look up. Bonus episode content. There you go. We got right tons there. of oh stuff. Oh my gosh, we could follow. It never ends. <laughs> the story never ends. Uh, no, it, it's true. And it's just so, there's so many it's little great. angles. Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. Okay. So that's Gussie's story. And uh, yeah, it was nice knowing you, Gussie. So ba- on the Patreon, we're going to have his picture, his yep. wife's picture, that little um, article, pictures of pinochle cards. We're going all out. It's going to be such a cute little gallery. Love it. You're going to enjoy it. Yes. February 12th, 1932. Francis and I listened to the radio this afternoon. Charlie Gray from WDAF in Kansas City played How Long Will It Last? Requested by Francis and me and dedicated to Lil. It was the biggest thrill I've had yet. We didn't even hear the song. We were so thrilled. (laughs) So. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
I'll play a little snippet of the yeah. song. So, so here's the song that they wanted to hear. Though you hold me in your arms tonight, will tomorrow bring the same delight? Though we love each other, how long will it last? And it's interesting because when I was a little girl, I made requests to the radio all the time. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would call and then I would just lay on the floor in my room right. with my cassette player next and to the wait, radio, yes. waiting, waiting, hoping they would say my name. Uh-huh. Liz wants, you know, uh-huh. you know, the Rhinestone Cowboy. <laughs> yeah, I love it, Rhinestone Cowboy. <laughs> Whatever song. And uh, yeah, oh, I just loved it. But I looked up the radio station because I thought it was interesting. Uh-huh. And actually, this takes place in February of 1932. But in January of 1932, mm-hmm. um, the Kansas City Star, which was the newspaper building, caught on fire. Mm-hmm. And apparently all these very valuable documents mm-hmm. and all these old newspapers were, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, gosh, can you imagine that no. fire? But this radio station was based in the building. Okay. So during the fire, all the musicians had uh-huh. to run and grab their instruments and run out of the building because <sighs> back then so much of radio was live. Yeah. Um, so you would, matter of fact, my husband's grandmother was a singer on the radio in the 1940s in mm-hmm. Boston. And she would go to the radio station for her shift and she'd sing all the commercial jingles. Live. She would sing live. Yeah. yeah. And she would even sing songs because yeah. you know, maybe they didn't have it, but they, could, they had Jerry wild. right there and she could sing it. So I thought that was really cool. But the whole article was only available from the New York Times. Yeah. And I had to get a subscription to read it uh, and I refused to do it. Yeah. I was like, New York Times. Uh, Why are they making me pay? It's an ancient article. Who else wants it other than me? Well, they they said, what is the name of the uh, song again? How Long Will It How Last? Long, remember you With Marlene fa- Dietrich, I think? Or I think some... it was Joan Crawford uh, yes, you, that you found. I did. And you found some... a clip from a movie. Yes, it was a movie as well. Yeah, yeah it was in a movie. It's probably where I'll find the audio for it yes. as well. And yeah, someone in our comments, when you posted, don't quit your day job. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, one of so, our viewers. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, we'll see where I can find it. That's always a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> February 14th, 1932. I received four Valentines and didn't give any. February 15th, 1932. Bill told me today he passed by my house about six times last night and couldn't get the courage to come in. But... He said he'd take me riding next Sunday night. Six times he passed her house. That's yeah. six times. That's a little stalkery, but it, 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 only if you notice, right? Yeah, you're only a stalker right. if you get caught. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so now uh, Gussie's gone. Bill uh, is supposed to come Sunday and take her out for a ride. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're going to wrap up today. Well, uh, will Bill come? Will he not come? Hmm. Will they have a relationship? I don't know. Uh, we will find out in episode six of My Grandma's Diaries next Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast, wherever you're listening to us right now. And don't forget, if you want more information on all the things we've talked about today and in previous episodes, we have beautiful galleries put together for you on our Patreon, which is My Grandma's Diaries. At the $5 a month level, you get all the pictures that we're talking about, plus our lives. And you can see all the lives. So they'll be by, this is episode five. 
There'll be plenty of content for y'all to see and me and Mark being silly on our TikTok lives. You can always join us on our TikTok lives every Sunday at four. We only miss them if like I have just flown back from New York and I'm exhausted and couldn't do one. But normally we're there and we're having a good time and we love to do that. And we're also on Instagram at, at My Grandma's Diaries. It's just My Grandma's Diaries everywhere you go. And thank you so much for joining us on episode five. If you've made it this long, you're family. Yeah. So we love it. And join us next week where more exciting things happen it's just the start yeah of her great depression story oh, i mean amazing i mean right now she's living like a queen compared to what's going to be happening so in follow us along yeah oh, less less than a year Le- i mean in a couple it's months incredible yeah yeah it's so, sad. yeah stay with so us stay with us and more to come and bye see ya